You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Yo, what is good? Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Midnight Breakfast from Everybody Eats Show. So uh, it's been it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks, but we are here with some updates. Going to give you some updates on some current event news happening in sports, politics, um, all that good stuff. So before we start, make sure that you are following us on all platforms that you're following us on our YouTube channel. Everybody eats show on youtube make sure that you are following us make sure that you subscribe to our youtube channel that's where we're dropping all our episodes regular episodes midnight breakfast slash current events episodes all that good stuff is going on there make sure you're following us on instagram everybody eats dot pod on instagram that's where all our goodies are all the reels snippets clips all that good stuff igtvs everything is on that uh instagram um, and our TikTok too. So make sure you're following us on all those different platforms. We are there. Make sure you are follow, subscribe, share with your friends. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. So that is that. Um, and let's get into today's episode, honestly. So current event news, we have some good stuff happening. So last week, President Joseph R. Biden uh, unveiled his $2 trillion infrastructure plan. So the, the plan is not necessarily supposed to happen right away, right? And it's still in, in just planning stages, right? So this is still very early, very beginning stages, but we do have some good signs on there for what should be coming up in the future. Uh, so one, Joe Biden, he doesn't expect this to be passed by, I believe, July. July 4th is the date he's aiming to have this passed. So by summer. By um, summer, right? So we do have a couple months. Um, it's probably it's going to have to hit Congress and hit the Senate and get passed and all that good stuff back and forth before it can actually uh, go into effect. But uh, what is proposed on the plan, we have some really good stuff, right? So uh, let's put up some stats on and make sure. Right now. So you, okay. All right. So one, uh, $2 trillion, that is a lot of money, right? So um, that is the amount that is supposed to be uh, going into the price tag. Um, the big push for this is to improve the infrastructure of the United States. So infrastructure, meaning roads, bridges, um, highways, even it's going to go into uh, schools, Elderly, Benches, all that good stuff. Or, you know, Car- anything, I guess like public, uh, uh, public property, would public, you say? public, public works, public property, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to consider. But yeah, all that, all that good stuff. Anything we uh, use publicly as uh, recreation or you know walk on just to make us look pretty. So I mean, for me, I mean, hopefully uh, in the next, eight, it's supposed to take at least fifteen years just to completely finish. So uh, and I'll be there for that, um, God willing. But um. I'm hoping we're pretty, you know, you see a lot of those like uh, concepts where they have like solar powered benches and, and, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, we may or may not be getting that, but I, I kind of want to see something pretty. I don't want to see little 
crackhead bench. Yeah, <laughs> nah, and it's crazy because you think of the United States and you think, uh, oh, we're a first world country, we're so developed. But if you look at the infrastructure of the United States, we're not very uh, up there. I mean, I guess you can argue, right? It says that the U.S. Th- ranks 13th in the world in overall infrastructure, which I guess is still up there because 13 out of what, 200 something countries out there. But it's funny, today I was watching a news uh, clip, but yeah. it was a foreign news clip. It was a, it was a German uh, news station, but they were reporting on this. And it was funny seeing their perspective of the United States from the German point of view, not from a U.S., not like CNN or anything like that. And how they were saying they're like, oh, the United States, uh, President Joe Biden is uh, introducing this deal. The United States needs a much a badly needed upgrade on their infrastructure for a country that, you know, so developed. They have so many broken roads and all that good stuff. So it was funny seeing their perspective and how they were clowning on us saying how how much we need it. Let's be real. They're not wrong. They're um, not. They're not. And we were literally just playing on a broken up <laughs> grass growing in it. So and it, it's it's crazy because and maybe this is somewhat related, but I believe when Joe Biden was vice president, uh, he did a little speech or he gave a speech when he landed after he landed at LaGuardia Airport in New York. And he was saying, if, if if you were to walk around LaGuardia Airport blindfolded, you would think that it's a third world country. So he said this probably at this point, maybe eight, 10 years ago. And it was the most, one of the craziest, funniest, disrespectful, but truest statements that he's ever said. Because LaGuardia is absolutely madness. One of them has the smell. One of them's got like, for me, like when I went there, I wanted to throw up like the entire time I was there. I think I was um, dropping off my mother, but that place smelled disgusting. I literally <laughs> wanted to vomit. It was terrible. But uh, it, it's funny that he's been saying, he said that a while ago, but shout out to the LaGuardia Airport. They've been doing construction on there for forever, but they actually did upgrade because, you know, when you, I haven't been there in years, bro. Or, when flying from New York to Virginia, they, they have some new terminals and stuff like that. But anyway, so uh, again, it goes, uh, it's mainly targeted infrastructure. So the big piece of this, infrastructure plan is one where we're going to get the money from right so what one thing that is causing a lot of problems within congress is the fact arguments all those issues pushed pushed back is the fact that for this proposal um joe biden is proposing to raise the corporate tax rate from 21 percent to 28 percent right so what does that mean because uh, this is what is uh, this is a big part of why or what is going to stop this bill from being passed um, if we're looking at the corporate tax rates, during Obama's administration, the corporate tax rate was 35%. So that means corporations have to pay 35. That means the, the for corporations, you think of Apple, you think of Tesla, Tesla Coca-Cola, uh, that is a 35% tax that they have to pay on their profits. Yeah. So that was that was how it was at the end of 2016, at the end of Obama's administration. Trump comes into the office of 2017. That's when he passes his tax law. It drops the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. So that's a 14% drop. And also, we were just watching, uh, since then, a lot of corporations, in order to uh, increase their profits, a lot of them have been moving their jobs or moving jobs, operations overseas in order to save money and to bring, uh, to save uh, to save money, on, profits, make more uh, profits, less... save money, and all that good stuff. 
so what Joe Biden is proposing is to increase that tax rate back from 21 from 21 percent to 28 percent. So that's a seven percent increase. So like you were saying before, that is just that's a halfway mark. Right. Because it dropped 14 percent. So it's not 35 percent that they were paying before, but it's 28 percent. Yeah. Um, a lot of Republicans and a lot of Republicans and these corporations, obviously, they don't want to see their taxes go up. A lot of profit over the last uh, four, four years, about four, four or five years. years yeah. yeah, four years. Um, I think he passed in 2017. So about four years uh, of, I don't know, 7% or uh, 14, actually, extra profit. So um, I, I didn't know, but I think that's a pretty big thing that... Um, is uh probably like you said gonna stop him from getting passed he did say he was open to finding different ways to fund this um but i mean two trillion dollars man that's over the next 15 years so i I don't know what other way they might find um but i have high hopes you know i really hope like it gets passed um within the plan um he wants to build five hundred thousand electric charging vehicle stations um I think probably that's going to get put on hold, but since electric cars really isn't that big a thing as it is in the United States, as it is in Europe, but um, it's pretty interesting to see, you know, especially when you make the drive from Virginia to New York, I saw only one uh, charging station, but can you imagine, you know, if, if, you know, if it gets passed and EVs are, are when they become a thing, just seeing a a, a charging point um, station everywhere, you know, your, your BP shell or, um, Valero, depending on where you get your gas, or Royal Farms or Wawa, um, all gone. So, or or maybe they'll get the uh, the charging stations, the licensing for it. But nah, and we'll we'll see. And and um, I think it said five hundred. It said five hundred thousand stations by twenty thirty. That was the plan. But that I saw that that's going to be like you kind of mentioned. That's going to be the least priority on that list yeah. because EVs are not as popping in the u.s as it is overseas so that takes the least priority um so again so uh the plan is expected to take or this whole plan is expected to accumulate over the next 15 years so uh it's crazy because even if if there's a democratic or republican president after joe biden we may not even see the end of this because they could easily repeal that or something like that so having something this big is cool because like Joe Biden said, yeah, is it big? Yeah, is it bold? Yeah, but it's necessary. Um, but that, that that doesn't even mean that it's going to stay in place over the entire 15-year period. But take them two, three years to get that joint passed. Pass, then, yeah. You know, they done, before they even start anything, it's, you know, reneged. But um, but it's still cool. And then once you, when you read the, the breakdown of where the money is going, right, because $2 trillion, it's not all of it is necessarily going towards roads, but yeah. uh, you can see where the money is being brought, broken down into. So you have $400 billion uh, that a big chunk of that is going towards straight infrastructure. So that's going, that includes um, home and community care, affordable housing, electric vehicles, roads and bridges, high-speed broadband. So they're saying high-speed broadband is important because of 5G, because of where all this technology is going. You need the internet. Electricity of the future. Exactly. You need the electricity. You need the internet. You need all that stuff to power the 5G if we want to be competitive with countries like China and other countries that are taking electric vehicles and technology to the next level. You have school construction, power grid, clean energy, public transit, railways. 
There's a lot on this go like a, like. So it, it's a lot. A lot. Uh. In terms of water, instant electricity, $45 billion to remove lead pipes, $56 billion for modernizing water systems, $100 billion towards high-speed broadband, $100 billion towards electric grid and clean energy, right? So you, you think of all that, uh, a lot of that is for the future. And they're, what they're claiming is that a lot of these provisions and a lot of these are going to help generate jobs for the future, which it should uh, if, if we're looking to build an infrastructure, that's going to be a lot of construction contractors, a lot of those jobs. Um, some people are scared again that this is just going to make a way for EVs that are going to, going to take away jobs. And one thing I also saw, another uh, reason that Republicans are not so happy about this is that when Joe Biden says that jobs are going to be created, I believe he said the number was 15 million jobs going to be created. Uh, they're saying that these are not long-term jobs. Yeah. So these are jobs that once it's built, you're just, you know, se fue, like you're, you're done after. Done, yeah. So that is a point if you think about it of a road. But at the same time, though, in order for infrastructure to be beneficial, you need to be, it needs to be maintained. So while that is somewhat of a true argument that it's not, it may not be a long-term job. However, you're still going to need people to maintain the roads. You can't just build a road and then dip because now you need someone to take care of it. You can't build a bridge. You can't put all this money to a federal building towards homes, towards the elderly, I guess, and then and the not maintain issue it. Is it's not as, um, it's not, I, I mean, they're looking at it in terms of, I guess, a different form of uh, rate of return, uh, would you say, in terms of just creating permanent jobs, but um, I don't know. I guess they're not stable. Uh, that's probably the best word to, to use for a not stable job is being created. But hmm. I mean, a job is a job. Bro. A job Someone's is gotta a, work. A, exactly. Yeah. A job is a job. Like people, I don't think you're really going to be picky and saying, I mean, grand, yes, we would like job security to know that you're there for a, I mean, a long I, I, time. I, I However, real, Trump, Trump Trump needed people to build that wall, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. So that's not a stable job unless, you know, you're training people to go and defend it after. But right. So um it's it's interesting so that's that's where a lot of that money is going towards um we will see how much it gets how much uh this is the initial what wants what, what this yeah, is initially I mean, what wants course, to be in the bill so we will see what ends up getting passed yeah cut it down as much as i don't see that corporate tax staying at, at no it's probably not or what i did see today is that even if they do keep that corporate tax rate if they do raise that corporate tax rate to 28 percent then they will probably also add some loopholes for corporations to take advantage of just as some sort of uh some more uh, would you say incentives tax or tax or, benefits okay. and some loopholes to take care of uh i could see that happening some sort of compromise to say, okay, all right, we increase the tax rate, but and do this article, this, our section that you can write this all for, you, you know, have some sort of incentives we'll that see, way. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll I'd see like what... to see it get passed. Um, definitely. I think, I think infrastructure is definitely a good place. Like we spent so much money for war and so much money towards this, towards that, that we need to spend money on their home turf. Defense funding. Defense funding. You have so much money going towards there. You need money to build your roads and to yeah. take care of yourself. So I think I think what are you defending if you know your country kind of looks like poop? Exactly, <laughs> right? So uh I think I think um I think I think it's a good proposal. So we'll see, we'll see what happens um in the future for that. So yeah. So uh that that was the um uh, the big news regarding Joe Biden. 
Um, what else we got going on this week? Um, so just recently over the um Easter weekend, NASA launched their let me make sure I got the, the name right. Uh okay, so they have a uh, helicopter on Mars currently. So they launched it over the weekend. Um so basically there, I guess they just have it there. I don't I don't know how long for how long, but I guess during their experiment, they're leaving a helicopter with a um thermal sensor and camera on uh on Mars for a specific amount of time. And so far it's been pretty well. I guess it's stayed there for one night and they found they said they found some water on on Mars. Um and there's evidence that it might not just be at the two poles. So I'm sure it's they're they're trying to infer that Mars might be full of water somewhere. Um, but while we're talking about it is that's pretty dope. Uh, um, we talked about space before. Uh, so this is, you know, if, if this ends up going well, and I mean, regardless, it made it there and it stayed uh, at least a day. So there's information there for it to, for them to take back and, and, and work with. But um, I feel like it's just the beginning, you know, it's kind of like just opening the door and taking a taking another step foot into uh, the space uh, race, if you want to call it. Um, but uh, I'm preaching space stocks again. Here I am. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this is definitely dope. I think you guys should uh, keep keep up with it uh, and, and do your research. Like we said, I think was it during our last current events? They're trying to build a space hotel, space hotel. So from uh you know going going to mars we're gonna get a um um what's it taj mahal in, in space <laughs> nah that'd be real cool yeah that space i forgot who's in charge or who's uh ahead of planning it but they do have plans to build a space hotel and it was fairly quickly i want to say it was within the last 10 years that they have plans to do that space hotel so um definitely something i would be interested uh in doing maybe not right away but i would love to spend a night and it's supposed to be a sports hotel with amenities it's supposed to have like a gym a pool uh all those all those it's supposed to open 2027 that is that is the goal so uh first base hotel set to open in 2027 so not even 10 years that's six years from now so i don't even think Realistically, I don't think that's very possible, but I mean, I, that to me is so hard to do because I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know what. In, um, all right. So maybe even then it's still kind of hard. You know, if you take take what's what's required to keep a, a rocket going or, or a space expedition going for X amount of time. Now, imagine doing that in permanence in space and mm-hmm. always having uh, some form of, of energy and then. I mean, your guests, man, essentially they're just stuck in. Uh... Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I don't know, maybe if you think about a, a regular hotel, realistically, you're not necessarily stuck on the hotel, but. Y'all will go scuba diving in space? Yeah. <laughs> Zero gravity in, in the cold? Just... That would be dope um, if you could just hook on and then just chill in space for a little uh, bit. We'll be able, we'll be there are going to be so many lawsuits. So many lawsuits. So many lawsuits. Dumb deaths. <laughs> Are dumb, bro. Dumb. It's the Gateway Foundation. They're the ones who are responsible. So the Gateway Foundation has announced that it intends to open the first space, the first hotel in space named Voyager Station in no, 2027. Cap, honestly, I think it's, they go, it's, it's probably for astronauts. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be for everybody. Voyager Station will be built by construction company Orbital Assembly Corporation, which describes
describes itself as the world's first large-scale space construction company. According to the organization, construction of the 50,000 square meter facility will start in 2026 with the first passengers visiting the hotel in 2027. When it opens, the rotating hotel will have rooms for up to 440 people. The rotating ring shape will give the station gravity equivalent to one sixth of the Earth. Mm. And it's supposed to it's supposed to circle the globe. So the point is that while you're in space, you can uh, circle circle Earth. So, hey, we'll see. That would be interesting, though. 2020, construction by 2026, first passengers by 2027. Like you said, I think it's capped. Don't think it's going to happen oh, I, that soon. I don't think it's going to happen that soon. It will happen it, eventually, it but I don't like think a, it's going to happen that soon. publicity stunt, yo. We in, we're in 2021. I, you know, once you gather a bunch of people, someone's going to catch COVID. So then people got to worry about that. So <laughs> I, you know, you're going to have like six COVID scares before you get to move on. And I, I don't know, mm. but... That's a pretty dope idea, dope concept. You know, I, it's one of those that, all right. Uh, you ever been on Instagram? You see like uh, like a concept video for like something that doesn't exist. That's what it kind of kind of feels like, except mm. in article form, but. Mm. See you, Space Cowboy. See you, Space Cowboy. For real. Who knows? Who knows? But um, you just have to see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, on that note, uh, another thing that's happened this past week this is actually uh, two weeks ago. Uh, LeBron James becomes part owner of the MLB uh, team, Boston Red Sox. So uh, this is a really cool story. So LeBron James and his longtime friend, partner, friend slash business partner, Maverick Carter, um, are now part owners of the Boston Red Sox. So uh, what's interesting about this deal is that they didn't necessarily buy into the Red Sox, Red Sox themselves. They bought into the holding company, which owns the Red Sox. So the Fenway Sports Group, or FSG, they are the holding company which owns the Red Sox, as well as the Liverpool football team in the Premier League. So not only do they own the Red Sox, but they own the uh, soccer team slash football team, whatever you want to call it, wherever you are, um, in, in the Premier League. So oh. now LeBron and Maverick Connor, there are 2% owners of the FSG. So not, not only do they own part of the Red Sox, but they're also part owners of, again, the Liverpool uh, Football Club. And that's there's even more because the FSG, not only they own the not two teams, that. but they also own uh, land. They own the Fenway Park. They own some land in Boston. So he's part owners of the entire conglomerate. That's a lot of money. And it's, it's only 2%. It's only 2%. Yeah. It might be like, oh, only 2%. That's not a lot. But if you're talking 2% of a billion, that's still a lot of money, right? 2% of 5 billion, that's still a lot of money. And it's ownership. You know, it's not necessarily having having to own the whole thing, owning 50%, owning 10%, even owning 2%. But if, again, of a multi-billion conglomerate corporation, ownership. That's money that's going to be coming into him, to them, both LeBron and Maverick Carter. But that's money that's going to be coming to them. And what do they have to do? Nothing. You own it. And now you're just going to uh, uh, sh- taking shares of that profit. I think that that's really dope. And because not often is. Yeah. Not often do you hear um, a sports uh, sp- uh sports player or athlete uh doing something like that not not at all and 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 uh you know most of them tend to go broke or uh work for tnt (laughs) (laughs) but um i think that's really like like honestly that's admirable uh ad admirable um 
he has a school, you know, already done, opened up. Yeah. Uh, now he's, you know, dabbling in ownership. I, I feel like it's the, uh, he's kind of like stepping into the P Diddy, Jay-Z, um, just, what do they call it? What's what's the name of their um, Rock, was it Rockefeller brunch or whatever? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he, he gonna be invited to the next one, but it's pretty cool how he's stepping into that space uh, in 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 the sense of entrepreneurship um, and ownership. So just seeing that is really really cool. And, and I, I took um uh, I know I mentioned this before, but I took a sociology class about sports and just um. I guess it was, it's pretty, it's a pretty dated book, but um, they made no mention of black, you know, anybody black owning any sports team. <clears throat> there are, I never heard of, but um, as of 2015, but I think it's pretty cool and, and, and just really, real dope to see that happening. And, and I hope it keeps, you know, keep it going. And honestly, if you're listening to this and you happen to be, you know, in the NBA in the next two, three years, go find a good friend who's like, and you know, find your Maverick Carter. It's the best way to put it. That's a fact. That's a fact. So uh, LeBron says that his goal is to own an NBA team in the future. So this is a good way for him to get started. And what is even more cool. Oh, I'm so dumb. We have Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we people do. are going to hate me. <laughs> um, you we know do. what? I feel all right. There's no way to. I can't, I can't, I'll accept it, guys. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. Sorry. So, um, so uh, LeBron also confirmed that him and Maverick Carter will become the first two black men to be part of the FSG ownership group. So, I think that's really cool. That's inspiring um, for people, black, not even black, just for, you know, that's a lot of money regardless. So, ownership in general. But of course, in order to encourage black athletes, athletes in general, just encourage ownership. It's going to be cool to see them to become the first uh, owners of the of the FSG ownership group. Um, but all that to say that, that the deal is still pending the MLB. Uh, so, it is not fully set as of yet, it is not fully official as of yet. But um, it is in the works. So that is cool to see LeBron and Maverick doing that. So shout outs to LeBron. Right. And the last thing or at least my last uh, thing to report on uh, another cool, another black man making a lot of money. Right. Kanye West is reportedly worth six point six billion dollars. So you can have your um, you can have your opinions on Kanye, obviously music wise and what he does in the public right but this is not necessarily about his personality we're going to be talking about business and the money here um it's pretty interesting his story to see that he's now worth 6.6 billion dollars because it was i want to say five years ago or so um when he was he went on um he had the sway interview the famous sway interview and um he was saying that at that point he was 23 million in debt at that point uh that's a lot of money right some people have student loans for a couple hundred thousand dollars like 23 million that is a lot of money even for even for you might think oh oh, he's a rapper he might he has all this money like no like even even for being a rapper 23 million dollars in debt is still 23 million dollars you know what i'm saying so in watching him overcome that and then how he overcame how he overcame that is really cool right so a majority a majority of his wealth is tied up into his apparel businesses so that's really cool it's not even it's not it's not his music it's not all the albums that he sold it's it's about that apparel so you think about 
right? So the combined value of West's easy partnership with Adidas and his clothing line with Gap is worth a combined 3.2 to 4.7 billion, according to UBS, right? So he has his partnership with Adidas where I'm I'm pretty sure he owns, uh, he has complete ownership over the is, shoe. Yeah. Um, and also he announced his 10 year partnership with Gap about last year at this point, last, last June. Um, it's a 10 year partnership with Gap. So again, ownership, it goes back towards ownership. It goes back to the, the, partner, the ownership, partnership with Gap, right? That's going to be, he's going to be, I'm pretty sure like the head designer of uh, of a line with Gap. So he's going to be making money off of his clothes. You have Yeezys, right? People are going to be buying, people are buying Yeezys because of Kanye. He's going to be generating that income. And of course, for all the hype beasts, we already know how popular the Yeezys are, yeah. right? I've seen so many girls posting Yeezy 350s on their story. Mm -hmm. So everybody has something now. So. Exactly. And um, it was only last year, which was pretty cool that last year, uh, according to Forbes, his net worth last April, so almost a year ago, uh, his net worth was reported at 1.3 billion. So that was a big deal. I, I remember I, when that news came out when he did the, the he did a big boy in the neighborhood interview. I think that was probably 2019, not last year, but um, he did touch on how Yeezy's literally pulled him straight out of debt. So, yeah, yeah that's it's it's pretty dope and and i mean i kept up with it personally so yeah that's that's hey kudos kanye mm -hmm. right so uh you, you you see it ownership ownership in whether it's apparel ownership in some sort of merchandise that brings that money straight to you instead of necessarily having it, it's interesting it's not his money it's not his music records and because in that sweat interview he was saying no matter how like all, a majority of the money he makes it still has to go back to the record company he still has to pay somebody somebody else is signing his checks it's not the money coming towards him so uh we did one we did the episode with kendrick's uh it hasn't dropped yet but we did an episode with kendrick's talking about um making money in the music industry and how some rappers benefit some people benefit and get taken advantage of um or they're just ignorant of how that works but it's great to see him not just settling in music but he has his other ventures that he's doing and he's making his money through that as well so at that point music is just what gets you the money at, and then afterwards it's just you know, it's, it's just what you stuff. do it's just yeah. one of his side jobs being an artist rapper is just one of his side jobs or something like that but it's cool 6.6 .6 billion that's a whole lot of money that is a whole lot of money um but again it's not necessarily about the digits it's about the idea of ownership being a part owner in something is still ownership. You know, if, if it's uh, thinking back to the yours, Andre Hatchet, think about, yeah, it's think yours. about the Andre Hatchet uh, interview. He was saying, I, some, some, there's some properties he owns 5%, 10%. Don't have to own necessarily the, own, the whole, entire thing, but having some partial ownership still brings you income. It still gives you uh, that taste for being an owner of something. So, Freddy's, you know, same thing. So. Exactly. So um, that's it. So shout outs to him. Um, and, uh, on this end, that is, that is, that is your current that's events. That's your news. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's, it. that's, that's, that's your midnight breakfast, yo. So, um, that concludes this week's episode. Uh, stay tuned again. Make sure you're following us on YouTube. You are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Everybody eats show on YouTube. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button, hit that notification button. So, you know, whenever we are dropping episodes, shout out to all our new subscribers. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. 
um, to all our followers on Instagram. Make sure that you're following us. Everybody eats pod. Everybody who is following us. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, make sure you're following us on TikTok, on Twitter, all our social medias, wherever you can bump podcasts. We are there. Spotify, everybody eats show, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you decide to listen to your podcast, we are there. YouTube, we already said YouTube, Twitter, Twitter, all that, wherever Instagram, Instagram, all that, all that, everywhere, man, everywhere, everywhere we listen to you listen to podcasts, you get your podcast, we are there. So make sure that you are following us on that note. Love you guys, appreciate you guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you guys next week.